2: Monica
0: Matthew, Monica Matthew
2: show. Hey, welcome back to the Monica Matthews show. Happy, what day are we on? I don't even know. I think it's Tuesday. <laughs> this is like COVID brain meets entrepreneurial ship. Hey, guess what? The president's coming to my city at some point this week. It was just reported he's coming on Friday, I believe. I don't know where he will be. Some undisclosed location. That's kind of cool. I put my name in the hat to go visit with the Donald, the Prez, El Presidente, so we we shall see. Um, I like attending things not as media sometimes, and other times it behooves me to go as media, especially when he addresses media, and I'm standing in the back of the room going, but I am not one of them. (laughs) I actually like you. A lot, so please don't throw me in the the swamp ball with the rest of these swamp media creatures back here, Mr. President. So, speaking of the swamp and creatures and the like, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida has released his plan, a legislative bill, that has been proposed that the far left, well, he was being kind. I think he's being generous to just kind of keep the peace there in the Florida legislature. But uh, he keeps referring to people on the far left who are not in favor of this. The ACLU, you know, our typical domestic terror organizations um, are not in favor of it, which should tell you everything you need to know that this is a really good measure. Wait until you hear. I'm going to get into the details of it. Yeah, And you're going to blow up the phone lines to your own governor's office, I know I am, and emails to demand the same type of care, the same type of leadership. I promise you, this is a really good thing. All right, so this is Ron DeSantis just last evening on with, uh, who was he on with? Tucker Carlson. Ron
1: Sanders is standing apart from so many of our elected leaders, even Republicans. And so we wanted to talk to him tonight about what he is doing in the state of Florida. Governor, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. And I appreciate what you're doing. So g- give us an Happy overview. Do it, Tucker. If you would of this legislation that you're proposing and backing. Yeah, a number of
0: things. I mean, you mentioned increased penalties for people who are involved in these violent demonstrations. And that includes things like toppling statutes, blocking roadways. We also have a provision that says any municipality that defunds the police, which is just an insane policy, it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face, if you do that, the state government's gonna defund you. We're not gonna be sending you money if you're doing things like that. We also are concerned about watching Minnesota, what happened in Minneapolis, where the mayor just abdicated responsibility, had the police stand back. That gave these folks the ability to run amok. If that happens in Florida, we're waiving sovereign immunity. You can sue the local government for damages for anything that happens uh, to you. And then, as you mentioned, with just letting people out, uh, we revoke bail if you're arrested for one of these offenses. Um, and then once you make your first appearance, the presumption is you don't get bail beyond that. Because what happens in Oregon, they go in, they get their mug shot taken, and then they're right back on the street doing the same thing. Well, how, how is that a
1: deterrent? Well, it's not. And this has gone on for more than three and a half months since Memorial Day weekend, I'm not aware of any other governor who's suggested what you're suggesting. Why do you think that is? Why have people put up with this for so long?
0: I don't know, but I'll tell you, we've gotten a great response from this Tucker and part of it was we took action in Florida when all this was happening at the beginning of June. You know, I I immediately brought up the National Guard. We have highway patrol strike teams that were there. We actually prevented them from taking over roads because we had things done. But I also thought to myself, okay, we handled it right. We had a lot of mayors, quite frankly, who did a really good job. Um, But I'm like, do we really want to keep playing whack-a-mole? I mean, once somebody (laughs) throws a brick at a police officer during one of these demonstrations, uh, and then they have to go immediately to jail, they're going to stop. They're not going to do it. If they get away with it, they're going to continue to do it. So I think this is important. And I think, as you've mentioned on your show, and by the way, your intro was in Fuego, It's almost like this rioting is like they're threatening to riot more. You're seeing more and more of this. Well, okay, uh, if this is something that's coming down the pike, we're going to say not in Florida. It's not.
1: There's a reason people are moving there. And it's not just the low taxes and good weather. Um, I agree completely. Has anybody on the other side come out against this yet? And if so, what's their argument? Of course they have.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think people reflexively on the far left have. I mean, I think that they just uh, they, they do the typical stuff that they do. I mean, some of the people on the far left... They are just anti-police. I mean, they do believe in defunding the police. And so when you have me standing in front of all these sheriffs and police chiefs saying, no, 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 you're not going to defund the police. We'll defund you. Uh, you're going to jail if you harm a police officer, really any citizen. Um, but, uh, and so they're basically caught in this position. But I think it's important. We want this done as soon as we can get it done. But we're in an election season. Everyone running for office in Florida in the House or Senate, they got to take a position on this now. Yeah. Are you for law enforcement, rule of law, or are you going to stand with the mob? I know where I stand,
1: and and I think most people do, even Democrats.
2: All right, he most. knows where he stands, and he just and he mentioned something very important right there. The mob. Do you stand with the mob? Now I'm going to connect some dots for you. So this last week, uh, I have now dubbed Harris Faulkner the. New and latest and greatest gong show host of Fox News. Uh, Or the Sandman. Take your pick. Uh, Remember Night at the Apollo? If you sucked, the little guy with a hook came out and hooked you and took you off the stage. That's Harris Faulkner recently. Uh, With conservative voices and truth tellers. Okay, Our first truth teller to be hooked and taken off the stage was former Speaker Newt Gingrich. He was on with the Three Damsels just last week. And he was talking about George Soros being the head of the Hydra, like the main root system to this many heads, actually, of that Hydra. Um, But he is the main uh, taproot to this Leviathan that that has run amok underground overseas all over the world in the name of globalism. That is his ultimate agenda is to break up the United States for a one world order. Don't mean to go all Alex Jones on you, but it's basically the truth. Okay. So George Soros, for sure, has his hand in this. He's had his hand in a lot of things in our country for for many years. This is not just the beginning of this. But with regard to the tumult that we see around the country, um, I can tell you that I have friends in the hotel industry that are reporting to me that um, a nice hotel, we're talking St. Regis, Four Seasons, other hotel chains, where managers are reporting that you've got an uptick in like thuggery one hundred one. Their guests, their clientele, look a little different than they have in the. And you can call that profiling. If you're on the left, you will. So it really doesn't matter. And if you're on the left and listen to my show, God help you. But, uh, but for those of us sane individuals on the right who understand what it, who understands what it means to actually, you know. Look out your window in your neighborhood, who normally has certain characters in your neighborhood, and when you see a character that doesn't look like the rest of your characters that you've ever seen before, you go, hmm, I wonder why they're here. Never seen them before. The left calls that profiling in a negative connotation. It it might be profiling. (laughs) Try to figure out who someone is, right? That's okay. Whether or not they belong there. Are they there with nefarious intent? Why are they there? Right, profiling. So, whenever it comes to, um, whenever it comes to profiling these kids who are young, dressed a certain way, they have certain body art. Believe it or not, your law enforcement agencies are—that's one of the the main uh, tip offs that someone is gang related would be body art. I mean, it's not enough to just say, "Oh." They have the Crips and the Bloods tattooed across their forehead, but maybe they're not really one of them. You know, maybe they just thought it was cool. No, actually, it's not one of those things that you think is cool. It's something that gets you killed if you say you're associated with them and you haven't paid the said dues to become one of them, which is usually crime and terrorizing the rest of us. Okay. So body art, really important. So these managers in upper end, upper you know, crust hotels around the country are noticing an uptick in urban areas of younger people who look slightly suspect. I have no idea what color they are. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, but who are there staying in their hotels by various means. Now, let me ask you, why would a 21-year-old during a global pandemic have access or need to have access to a four or $500 a night hotel in major metropolitan areas around the country um, in staggering numbers. I mean, you're smart. I'll let you figure that out. So when you go back to the mob and you go back to Newt Gingrich, um, you know, publicizing and, and, and it coming from him, it sounds a little less hyperbolic. And he was shut down on Fox News for mentioning who is funding this mob. Who is the Don the don corleone of of this mob that has taken over our nation it's george soros and it's all of the organizations that he has cultivated and fostered over a number of years again this is nothing new okay and now it's all it's it's ripe the atmosphere here in the nation is ripe they were waiting for for other events to occur in order to take take advantage of the opportunity before them, especially during an election cycle. Okay, so there are paid protesters. I remember distinctly signing up for one of his organization's newsletters to see what was going on behind the scenes. I was in D.C. for the inauguration of the president in 2016, and which was amazing. But I spent my entire week having to navigate around block fires, car fires, anarchists, um, rioters, but not to the extent that they've rioted for the past three and a half months across the country. But it was still unnerving. It was scary. It it made me angry. It was time-consuming. It was completely and totally unnecessary, but it served a purpose. Well, these little jack legs, when they were arrested, I would receive a letter from these organizations that I hunkered down in, they would ask me to please send bail money for little Johnny or little Laquan or whomever um, to get them out of jail or Sheila or whatever, uh, Octavia, because, uh, I love Octavia Spencer, but, but because uh, they were in jail and just, you know, doing what they were summoned to do. The bail money apparently wasn't included in the Soros package. So they called upon people like me who I guess they thought was a bleeding heart, and would let one of these little anarchists out of jail. So yes, this is a coordinated effort. It's very difficult for your average, decent, human, American citizen, tax-paying, law-abiding citizen uh, to understand that this is a real thing. This is is a syndicate. That's another really important word. This is a crime syndicate. It is syndicated. You know, kind of like, How I'd like my show to go to be syndicated so that it's spread across a multitude of media outlets that are all somehow connected in some way, shape, or form. You know, Rush is syndicated. Uh, You know, others are syndicated. Laura Ingram is syndicated. I would love to be syndicated. A syndicate is part of a web. It's part of a network. Web might sound nefarious, but... Think of it in terms of a network. In terms of criminal gang activity, it is a web, for sure. So, something that uh that Governor DeSantis is bringing to the forefront, uh, especially through this new legislation, is uh, our RICO charges. and And I want to go over that and exactly what is a uh, a RICO charge. Okay, it's racketeering, influenced and corrupt. Organizations Act. That's a RICO charge. Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Uh, It is a United States federal law that provides for extended criminal penalties and a civil cause of action for acts performed as part of an ongoing criminal organization. The RICO Act focuses specifically on racketeering and allows the leaders of a syndicate to be tried for the crimes they ordered others to do or assisted them in doing closing a perceived loophole that allowed a person who instructed someone else to, for example, murder to be exempt from the trial because they did not actually commit the crime personally. You follow me? Rico was enacted by section 901A of the organized crime control act of 1970 uh, codified Uh, This was under Richard Nixon's administration. It says, while its original use in the 1970s was to prosecute the mafia, as well as others who were actively engaged in organized crime, its later application has been more widespread. Uh, In 72, 33 states adopted state RICO laws to be able to prosecute similar conduct um, and then it goes on, you know, into how you go about, uh, how you go about, uh, trying and prosecuting one of these cases. Okay. Why is this important? Because we've talked about what needs to happen in, in order for all this chaos to end. And you're going to have to shut down the likes of a George Soros. And how do you do that? you have to be able to prove that he is at the top or the bottom, however you want to look at it. He's either the root ball or he is at the top of, excuse my language, shit hill. (laughs) And all the turds below him are the things that, uh, that need to be taken out. And they are his, they get his marching orders. They are his henchmen, including, but not limited to Antifa and black lives matter. So when you can, when there's a nexus there, when, when you can draw, um, not only conclusions, but, con- but evident, but through evidence, it's conclusive that he is at the head of this, that he is the mob boss of all of the unrest we see occurring in this country through a multitude of organizations. At the state level, Ron DeSantis has drawn the line in the sand. To say, not on my watch, not in my state, we're coming after you with RICO charges. That is something that needs to happen at the federal level regarding all of this anarchy. And I'm not an attorney. I don't pretend to be one on the air or off the air. But I would imagine the Department of Justice would have something to do with this. I applaud Ron DeSantis considering he's right there. You know, Miami is a central hub of criminal gang activity. Uh, it is a port for traffickers, for everything from drugs to humans, right? So, RICO is also crossing, you know, crossing state lines. I would imagine it's where the federal RICO statute comes into play. Um, and, and George is not likely hunkered down or giving out orders from Florida. Um, and he's got a multitude, a tiered system of sycophants i mean this to to get to him you're to get to the strong man you always have to go through the smaller uh regimen you always have to go through the smaller men in order to take down the strong men and i just see this i'm very excited about it when i saw the rico statute would be in, uh, enacted i was like oh my gosh come on now i mean where's my governor on this i immediately tweeted to governor brian kemp to say where are you I mean, if you're not on board with this, we—I mean, what what good are you? And he's done some really good stuff with regard to criminal gang activity. We have the toughest gang statute in the country. That was not done on his watch, but our criminal gang uh, database uh, finally coming together and and being put in motion has been something that he has worked on on his watch, along with uh, anti-human trafficking efforts on behalf of the first lady of Georgia. Um, so yeah, he he has been very he he campaigned on taking out criminal gang elements. Why is it so important for you to connect the dots between criminal gang elements? Because these are the people who are the underlings who are part of this entire racket. Get it? Racketeering. They are the crime syndicate. There are over one point, who knows how many I would imagine The FBI stats last time they were given to me, which was just a few months ago, were like 1.7 million criminal gang uh, members in this country. That isn't, that is, that's a nation. That's more people than were part of ISIS. I mean, just wrap your head around that. And it was able to proliferate under the radar during the Obama administration because they turned a blind eye to that type of crime, and no longer kept accurate statistics on the crime that was being committed by the criminal gang element. And now they've been allowed to proliferate around the country. And so Governor DeSantis didn't really answer the question. Whenever Tucker was like, "You know, you know, uh, why do people put up with this for so long?" And, and, and of course, in typical you know politician fashion, he answers with you know, what they've been doing in Florida. And as far as I'm concerned, if you have a Democrat-run city, I'm telling you right now, as sure as Jesus Christ is returning at some point, none of us know when, I don't care what John Hagee tells you, um, you can rest assured that if you have a Democrat-run city or a governor who has allowed this crap to go on in their state, you need to check back through their campaign finances. Because you are going to more than likely... Ah, there's my disclaimer. More than likely, which means probably going to find a connection somewhere, and you got to dig deep for this. Sometimes it's in plain sight because they're just that arrogant. Other times, and and just proud. Other times, you got to dig for it. And there are multiple places where can where campaign funds can hide. And we need term limits and camp and campaign finance reform in this country for us to ever see a change in our Congress and our Senate. I'm just telling you that those two things have to happen. And you have to start prosecuting with the laws that are currently on the books. And God bless them, that is exactly what Governor Ron DeSantis is planning to do. So I want to go over, this is so good, you guys, this is going to give you hope. And this is going to make you want to get off of this podcast and contact your governor about why your state isn't uh, boldly, getting behind a measure just like this. Cause more than likely you have laws that are already on the books that people are just skirting by. No one. And like he said, right there in the interview, uh, this is an election year. People don't want to pick a side, but your life hangs in the balance. And so do your children, their lives hang in the balance your ability to go to work and go to the grocery store and not be carjacked or killed or raped or murdered and i mean race crimes i mean it's crazy what's happening out here business owners just fleeing forget about white flight it's just like business owner entrepreneur flight small business owner flight i mean ho- uh hollywood uh um uh broadway done shut down capital dun done I don't know when we will see that come back again until you get rid of de Blasio. I mean, the city has just taken hit after hit after hit, and all of that is under Democrat control, and you will never convince me that they are not all in the same bed with the same Don Corleone. You're just not going to convince me of that. Okay, so here you go. It says, under the new law, anyone found guilty of throwing objects at police and law enforcement officers would be subject to a minimum six-month jail sentence. Love it. It also imposes felony penalties for protesters who block roadways. Love it. Topple monuments. Love it. Or harass people. Super love it. There are going to be a ton of bricks raining down on you, DeSantis said of protesters who break the law. Florida, like many other states, has experienced weeks of protests that have often turned into violent confrontations with police. The death of Floyd has prompted many far-left activists to call for defunding the police. Florida's new law, however, would target cities that try to go down that path. This is a very robust package, the Republican governor said. I think what it is saying is we're not going to let Florida go down the road where some of these places have gone. The law would categorize violent protests and looting as third-degree felonies. Love it. Anyone arrested during protests would not be eligible for bail before their initial court hearing and anyone convicted from outside Florida would receive extra penalties. Furthermore, any municipality that tried to defund the police will not receive state funding. Amen. This is your government. This is my government. We own the government, not the other way around. I love this. Why would my taxes continue to go to a dirtbag group of folks who are defunding my safety? That is a basic right. It's a right as as a United States citizen to live safely and freely. And we pay for it. Ugh. DeSantis said the new law will be filed for the state's next legislative session that begins in March. That's, you know, hey, better late than never. There are other things within this thing that they go on and on that are just priceless and they break it down. Uh, two other things uh, in the Rico statute was listed was listed in another piece that I read, but just to just to brief you again on Rico, that is such a big deal, you guys, because it is it, it affords your officials to literally go after the root ball, and I hope that he stays the course. I hope other governors will get on board with him and follow his amazing leadership lead on this. Um, And I hope other legislatures around the country will do the same because that's the only way you're going to get it back. And, And even if things die down after the election, we never need to go through this again. Never. And the only way you're going to ensure that happens is if you have people in a position of authority who understand rule of law and order and who honor authority. And who honor order? Who find value in order? And right now we've got a bunch of feeble, need, uh, you know, noodle-legged, uh, noodle-spined Republicans around the country, and in our in our Congress, for God's sakes, who are afraid of their own shadow. They realize their their seats in jeopardy. But I ju- I want to encourage you if you're running for office and you listen to my show, and I know many of you do. I want to encourage you. This is the time. People are tired of being terrorized. The majority, and we're not silent anymore. We're no longer the silent majority. We just happen to be the ones not rioting. But we're not the silent majority. We're the ones who want to go back to work. We're the ones paying taxes for you to spend with every bill you pass. We're the ones working to pay taxes for infrastructure. We're the ones paying taxes for our kids to go to school who are now subjected to a Black Lives Matter curriculum. And I can't even get my own governor to answer for that. No one from his administration will address it. And multiple news agencies have questioned it, including myself. What are you doing about Black Lives Matter curriculum in your local school? You're paying for that. You're paying for your children, your little people to be brainwashed, not just when they get to college. We're talking public, elementary, middle, and high school. They are breeding your children to believe that there's something to be guilty for and of and to apologize. And I also want to leave you with this. Black Lives Matter, as I understand it, you go to their website, they have removed from their mission statement their intent, their their extreme intent of dis, their words dismantling, to dismantle the nuclear Family, they have taken that. They've extracted, They've extracted that from their mission statement. I have screenshots of it. Many of my colleagues in media have one as well. Multiple screenshots. So it, in fact, was there. They have not had a change of heart. That is not how the devil works. Sorry. So he may change course. He may change his course of action, and he may appear as an angel of light, but he is still Lucifer, now known as Satan. The one who comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. And we've had about enough of our nation uh, being destroyed. Lives being wrecked. Our economy being wrecked. Murdered in the streets. People murdered in their homes. Going grocery shop. I mean, it's nuts what's going on out here. So, Governor Ron DeSantis, my hat is off to you, sir. Man, if I ever needed another reason besides the beach and sun to move to Florida and a bunch of really slow drivers. Um, you just gave me a big one, buddy. I'm really proud of that. So it's time to z- hone in on what this governor has done. Get it in your hands. Read it. Get excited about it. And start getting on to your own governors, your own legislators, legislatures, and legislators to let them know this is what you need in order to reinstitute, really, the rule of law and order. Okay, until tomorrow, check out my Etsy site, etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Monica Matthews merch, M-E-R-C-H. Thank you for your support. I love you. Be good to your neighbor. Beginning in your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.